word nerds welcome and welcome and welcome and welcome and welcome bienvenue welcome welcome to another episode of the dictionary hosted by me spencer i am reading this book and i'm telling you what i think about it as i go uh, things come to mind and i make jokes and comments and s- tell stories sometimes from my own life and then just give you my personal feelings and thoughts sometimes we get political and sometimes we don't um if you please 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 share this go tell some other people that there is a podcast called the dictionary where somebody is reading the dictionary and also talking about it and go ahead and write up a really 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 nice review five stars whichever podcast platform you're listening to this on go ahead and do that maybe you can do it on more than one of the platforms uh subscribe if you have not subscribed Go to my YouTube channel and subscribe there, too, just because, hey, you support what I do, so go support all the stuff that I do. Um, But you can actually find this podcast on the YouTube channel, just audio, and it's a good time. If you want to find me on social media, it is at DictionaryPod on Twitter and Instagram, where I post pictures and try to come up with slightly funny captions, although they're not usually funny. And uh, there's, that's just a way to see visually what some of the things are that I talk about here. You can email me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. In the show notes is a Google Voice number where you can call and leave a message if you wanted to. You can write up a little theme song ditty thing that I would put in an episode, possibly. And also, you can make your own sound effect that I will maybe possibly put into an episode. And... Oh, you know, that's fine. This is the last section of 310, and uh, it's going to be a whole lot of more uh, science-y words that I may have a hard time pronouncing. I've already read through them, but I will have to be reminded when I get to each of them. And uh, my sound effects, just the one sound effect, I I only do the one. Uh, the one for yesterday is shockingly appropriate for today, but I'm going to do something else. Okay, the first word is cyclogenesis. C-Y-C-L-O-G-E-N-E-S-I-S. And every single one of these words will start with cyclo, and a lot of the ones in tomorrow's episode will also start with cyclo. All right. Cyclogenesis, noun from circa 1938, the development or intensification of a cyclone. So when a cyclone is starting, the beginning of it is cyclogenesis. Genesis, we know, is the word, well, you may not know because you're waiting for the G's possibly, but as many people know, genesis is the beginning of a thing. And uh, yeah, so it's the the beginning or the intensification of a cyclone is cyclogenesis. Uh, And the reason, if we we look back a couple episodes, we had the uh, cyclo or we had the, yeah, cycle or cyclo prefix. And uh, I guess the example was not there, but we have either circle or cyclic, which basically means just going around in a circle. And that is what cyclones do. They're spinning and spinning and spinning. They don't get dizzy for some reason, but they spin a lot, and it's like a circle. That's why, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Well, since so we will see Cyclone later this episode, and my sound effect is going to be related to that. Cyclone, Cyclogenesis, it's all the same world. We're going to just do a, like a... Like a yeah. Next is Cyclohexane. Cyclohexane. There's an X in there. Noun from circa 1909. A pungent, saturated, cyclic hydrocarbon, C6H12, found in petroleum or made synthetically and used chiefly as a solvent and in organic synthesis. Synthesis. The whole word didn't get out. Uh, pungent, saturated, cyclo... Yeah, I don't really understand. Maybe it's... Uh, yeah, you, maybe it's used in cars, possibly. It's found in petroleum... You can make it synthetically. I know there's synthetic oil. I just had to go get my oil changed with synthetic oil because that's what the dealer recommends. It was way more expensive than I was expecting. That's cyclohexane. Next is cyclohexanone. Cyclohexanone. H-E-X-A-N-O-N-E. Noun from circa 1909 again a liquid ketone c6h10o used especially as a solvent and in organic synthesis yeah i'm not gonna have a whole lot to say for most of these words just because i just don't understand i mean it's not that i don't understand science and chemistry stuff here but i just can't give you more information is all Next is cyclohexamide or cyclohexamide. Hexamide. Noun from 1950. An agricultural fungicide, C15H23NO4, that inhibits protein synthesis and is obtained from a soil bacterium. And the scientific name for this soil bacterium is Streptomyces griseus. That's all I got for that. Next. It is cyclohexylamine. Cyclo, H-E-X-Y-L-A-M-I-N-E. Cyclohexylamine. Noun from 1943. You know, I will say, though, that all of the parts of each of these words mean something. And we've obviously talked about this many, many times before. I'm not sure how, how the cyclo part fits into these. Maybe when you, maybe the molecules in a circle shape, I'm not sure. But the hex probably means, I was thinking six, but I'm not so sure about that actually. Uh, hex, I'm not sure what that means. The ane and cyclohexane means something. The the unknown or the known in cyclohexanone probably means something. And it all depends on what what are the what are the atoms? You know, they've got various numbers of carbon and different numbers of hydrogen and oxygen and all these. So based on that chemical structure, every part of the word means something. So I started to read cyclohexylamine. Lot. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it is a colorless liquid amine, C6H11, 
N, H2. Now, why is the H separated? That's interesting. That There must be some reason for that. Uh, that is used in organic synthesis and to prevent corrosion in boilers and that is believed to be harmful as a metabolic breakdown product of cyclamate. Uh, cyclamate... Here, cyclamate, that is an artificially prepared salt of sodium or calcium used especially formerly as a sweetener. That was from two days ago. Two episodes ago, I guess. That was hyclo... No, cyclohexylamine. Next is cycloid. So it's cyclo with an I-D. Cycloid. First form... Noun from 1661, a curve that is generated by a point on the circumference of a circle as it rolls along a straight line. And cycloidal is an adjective. Uh, Yeah, this is from the Greek cycloides, which means circular. And I would have to take some time to think about what this means, except for the fact that they actually gave me a picture of what this is. So, I will try to describe this in a more visual way using words that you have to listen to and can't see. So, you, you let's say you got a you got a oh, I know. A, a perfect example is a bike. A bike wheel. Make if you make a little mark, you know, don't puncture the bike, but if you make a little mark maybe with a Sharpie or something and put that mark on the ground. Then, if you wheel, if you roll the wheel, Along the ground in a straight line, the curve in the air that that point is, that the point that you drew on the tire, that point goes up in the air and it arcs, 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 and then it starts to come back down back to the ground when the point meets the ground again. That arc, I think, is called the cycloid. It is a curve that is generated by a point on the circumference of a circle, so the circumference of a circle is the outside line of the circle, you put a point on there, you roll it along, as it rolls along a straight line, the arc, the, the, the curve that that point makes, I think you get it now. Okay, great. Why is this useful? I'm not sure. Who uses this? Mathy geometry people. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's uses, I just don't know what they are. Uh, yeah. Next is the second form of cycloid. Adjective from 1847. One, smooth with concentric lines of growth, as in cycloid scales. Okay, so uh, maybe on like a lizard or a fish or something, they got scales and as they grow, or maybe as, you know, go from, like, the head to the tail, the size of the scales might change, um, and they are, they, they have concentric lines of growth, or maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, scales, I'm trying to think, maybe the scales grow, they, 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 they add another line of growth to the scales as the, as the fish grows bigger, hmm, something like that, maybe. Also, there's more to the definition, also, having or consisting of cycloid scales. So something with cycloid scales could be called cycloid as an adjective. Number two, characterized by alternating high and low moods, as in 
a cycloid personality. So they're characterized by alternating high and low moods. So if we look at the visual of the cycloid noun, the curve that is made by the point on the, the wheel, uh, it starts low, it goes up, goes back low, and then if you keep on wheeling over and over again, it's just going to keep on making that, that arc over and over again. Lows and highs, lows and highs. So that's why if somebody has lows and highs in their moods, they would have a cycloid personality. I think, I think really we all get that. Different times of day, different weeks, different months, different times of the year. Yeah, I think that's common. But there are going to be people who have higher highs and lower lows than maybe the average person. Next is cyclometer. Cyclometer. It's going to measure something. What is it going to measure? Noun from 1880. A device made for recording the revolutions of a wheel and often used for registering distance traversed by a wheeled vehicle. So, uh, if you're in a car and you know the size of the wheel, and then it counts how many revolutions, how many times the wheel spins around, uh, one turn, when when a point comes back to the same point it was, that's one revolution, uh, you can take how, how many ever revolutions that was and multiply it by how long the circumference is, and then you know how far a thing has gone. So, just for an example, if the, the circumference of the wheel is well, let's make it easy. Let's say 10 feet. That's a pretty big wheel. Hmm. Let's maybe say one foot. Eh, yeah, one foot. And if it goes, if it spins 10 times, that means it's gone one foot 10 times, which means it's gone 10 feet. So the cyclometer is some piece of machinery that will just do that automatically. Next is cyclone. Noun from 1848, 1A, a storm or system of winds that rotates about a center, so it rotates around a center, of low atmospheric pressure, advances at a speed of 20 to 30 miles an hour, which is about 30 to 50 kilometers an hour, and often brings heavy rain. So, let's see. So it's got. A, I always get confused about low atmospheric pressure and high atmospheric pressure. I never learned like really what does that mean. Um, but we know that if there is a low pressure system, there could be, and depending on other conditions, there could be a cyclone. This the for whatever reason, the winds spin around a center point, and this whole system moves together as it's spinning. Uh, kind of like the Earth. The Earth is spinning around its axis. You know, that's why we have day and night and day and night and day and night. But then it's also moving around the the sun. It's actually moving a lot more than that, but that's all we'll get into right now. So this whole system is moving typically at about 20 to 30 miles an hour or 30 to 50 kilometers per hour. So that's like, you know... A low speed for a car, you know, most like residential neighborhoods might be like around 25 miles per hour. Um, So, you know, it's not slow, but it's not like crazy fast. But the winds, the winds that are going around the center of this thing, those might be very, very fast. 
and it doesn't tell me what that might be here. Uh, yeah, I'll probably post a link about cyclones in the show notes. So that was 1A. 1B, the synonym is tornado. It's just another name for the same thing, I believe. I don't think that there's really any difference. Number 1C is the 1B definition for the fourth form of the word low, and I have to imagine that's talking about the low atmospheric pressure system example. Number two, any of various centrifugal devices for separating materials as solid particles from gases. So I believe that would be a thing that spins around a lot to separate these particles and gases. And the reason that would be a cyclone, cyclone, why we have this prefix is because it's going around, it's spinning, spinning, spinning in a circle. Cyclonic is an adjective, and cyclonically is an adverb. This is a modified word from the Greek cycloma or kaikloma, and that means wheel or coil. I feel like I need to learn Greek just to do this podcast. Uh, it is also from the Greek kaikloon or cyclone, which means to go around. That one is spelled K-Y-K-L-O-U-N, to go around. And then also from cyclos or kyklos, which means circle. Going around in a circle, that's what a cyclone is. And it maybe kind of sort of makes that sound. Next is cyclone again with a capital C. This is a trademark, and it is used for a chain link fence. So there is a company brand name of Cyclone for these fences. Why they pick the name Cyclone, I'm not so sure. I do feel like I've seen these. I think I've seen Cyclone on chain link fences. Maybe maybe they're so strong, but they also have really big holes in them that if a Cyclone comes, it won't tear up the chain link fence. It'll just go right through it. I have no idea, but maybe. Next is Cyclone Cellar. Two words. Cellar is C-E-L-L-A-R. It's another name for basement. And it is a noun from 1887. And the synonym is just Storm Cellar. Dorothy did not get into the Cyclone Cellar, which is why she went or which is the reason why she went on a whole wonderful, colorful adventure. Next is, here we go. The rest of these are mostly uh, more scientific names or words. We have cyclo <laughs> Okay, there's a double O. Cyclo, and then the next part of it starts with an O. So it's a little bit weird. We're going to have a few of these. cyclo Olefen, cyclo-olefen, spelled cyclo-o-l-e-f-i-n, cyclo-olefen, noun from circa 1929, a hydrocarbon containing a ring having one or more double bonds, and cyclo-olefenic, yeah, cyclo-olefenic is an adjective. One or more double bonds, so there's, there's multiple connections between the atoms, and it's a ring, 
and I don't know what Olefin means. Next is cyclooxygenase. Cyclooxygenase. The word oxygen is in there. Noun from 1975, an enzyme that catalyzes the conversion of arachidonic acid. An enzyme that catalyzes the conversion of arachidonic acid to prostaglandins and that has two isoforms of which one is involved in the creation of prostaglandins which mediate inflammation and pain. Wow. Uh, so it's it's an enzyme and it makes this stuff happen and there's all, there's multiple forms of it or something. I don't know. I think I think yeah, that's fine. Stay away from a cyclone, please. If you see one, just just run away or drive away even better. Next is Cycloparaffin, cycloparaffin, double F, noun from 1900, a saturated cyclic hydrocarbon of the formula C, oh, okay, CN, and then H2N. So what the N means, it, it stands for number, basically. So any number of carbons will... In uh, how do I describe this? So n, you pick a number, say two. You got two two c's, but then because there's a two, there's an n next to the h h two n, then you take that number and you multiply it by two, and then you have that many hydrogens. So if we have two carbons, then we got four hydrogens. If we got eight carbons, then we got sixteen hydrogens. So uh, yeah, saturated cyclic hydrocarbon that has that formula. So any combination of that carbons and hydrogens, double the hydrogens to carbons, can be this cycloparaffin, I guess. How how high can those numbers go? I got no idea. Do you know chemistry? Let me know. I will I will I will mention it somewhere. Next is cyclopean or cyclopean, C-Y-C-L-O-P-E-A-N, cyclopean or cyclopean, adjective from 1582, number one is often capitalized, of, relating to, or characteristic of a cyclops. Yeah, it's kind of right there in the name, cyclopean. Number two, the synonyms are huge and massive. And I think that's still closely related to Cyclops because, you know, according to mythology, they were large creatures, people? What were they? Something. Number three, of or relating to a style of stone construction marked typically by the use of large irregular blocks without mortar. Mortar is the stuff that you put between the blocks or the stones or the bricks. And so they say, no, we don't need no mortar. We're just going to put in these weird block shapes. Hmm. So maybe we need to find a picture of this type of stone construction, cyclopean. 
Or would this one be Cyclopean? And also, what's the etymology for that? That doesn't tell me. Why is it called that for this stone construction? Hmm. Next. It is. Well, it should be easy to pronounce. It is Cyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, Cyclopedia spelled with an E or an A-E. And a noun from 1728, the synonym is literally just encyclopedia. We added an E-N to this word. Cyclopedia became encyclopedia. And that is the word I think that we're, that we're more familiar with. What, what, what? What happened? Why did it start as cyclopedia? It, there is no etymology. I might need to look more into this. If I'm using cyclo, the cyclo prefix to mean circle or cyclic, I can't think of how that connects to an encyclopedia. Mm, not sure. Not sure. This is very odd. But that's what it is. And then for some reason, they decided to put an en at the beginning. So maybe when we get, maybe there's an en prefix and we'll learn about why. Why? Cyclopedic is an adjective. There is one more word for this episode. It is cyclophosphamide. Cyclo, maybe it's more cyclophosphamide. I think that makes more sense. C-Y-C-L-O-P-H-O-S-P-H-A-M-I-D-E. Cyclophosphamide, noun from 1960, an immunosuppressive and antineoplastic agent, C7H15Cl2N2O2P, used especially in the treatment of lymphomas and some leukemias. I think those are types of cancers, either maybe blood or bone cancers. Uh, but this is an immunosuppressive and anti-neoplastic anti agent. So it helps. This uh, cyclophosphamide helps people, hopefully, with lymphomas and leukemias. So now I shall read quickly the words to you. We had cyclogenesis, cyclohexane, cyclohexanone, cyclohexamide, cyclohexylamine, Cycloid, cycloid, cyclometer, cyclone, cyclone, cyclone cellar, cyclooleffen, cyclooxygenase, cycloparaffin, cyclo cyclopean, cyclopedia, and cyclophosphamide. Hmm. 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 Well, I am going to pick cyclone cellar as the word of the episode. I think. Every house should have a cellar, a basement, and if they've got those old-school doors that you see in horror movies all the time, even better. Yeah, if they're all rusty or falling apart, maybe there's a broken lock on there. I don't know. I'm just, you know, you, you just see that in movies all the time. But yeah, you, a lot of places don't get cyclones, but, you know, better safe than sorry, right? You never know. With climate change... The whole world might start getting cyclones and tornadoes. 
So you got to be prepared. What are you going to put in your cyclone cellar? What are you going to put in your cyclone cellar? Lots of canned goods, lots of water, and maybe some phone chargers. (laughs) Well, that went down the tubes. All right. I think that's a fine place to end this episode. I very much appreciate you listening to this if you are. And if you're not, go listen. That makes sense. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.